Mesdames et Messieurs, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles Daniel MacDonald on World Radio Paris and Monaco. Brought to you in association with Force Magazine. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion show for World Radio France brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively for the WRP Network. Coming up in today's show, I'll be taking a look at the recent Men's Fashion Week collections for autumn-winter 2024, this time from Paris. Paris Fashion Week Men's Autumn-Winter 2024 and the grand finale of the illustrious Fashion Men's Month graced the French capital with a captivating lineup of sartorial splendour. The opening act featured Pharrell Williams' highly anticipated Summer 4 ready-to-wear collection for Louis Vuitton, a homage to the American West and its iconic dress codes. As the fashion spectacle unfolded, the week continued to unfold its narrative, punctuated by several significant moments. Noteworthy was Givenchy's unveiling of the first show, post of the departure of Matthew M. Williams. The collection, entrusted to the capable hands of the in-house team, promised a seamless transition and an exploration of the Maison's evolving aesthetic. The Parisian stage also welcomed back British designer Grace Wales Bonner, who showcased her unique vision in a display of exquisite craftsmanship and cultural narratives. Adding an intimate touch to the fashion week, Maestro Ricoens hosted a show at his Parisian residence, a personal and immersive experience that underscored his avant-garde approach to design. Each event throughout the week, a carefully curated tapestry of creative and innovation, reinforced Paris yet again as the epicentre of menswear excellence. As the curtains fell on this edition of Paris Men's Fashion Week, the runways reverberated with a diverse range of influences, visions and styles, cementing the city's status as the ultimate destination for the discerning fashion enthusiast and industry luminaire alike. Valentino, and in the opulent salons of Paris's Monsage de Paris, Pier Paolo Piccioli wielded the transformative power of colour, a signature move for the maestro known for orchestrating entire collections in a singular hue. For his latest menswear-only showcase, Piccioli immersed the venue in refreshing sky blue, gracing both benches and doors with this bright, breezy palette. The cover choice wasn't arbitrary. Instead, it served as a nuanced exploration of contemporary manhood, linking blue with its modern association, particularly after the birth of a child. Piccioli developed into the historical residence of colour, revealing that traditionally blue was tethered to femininity, a shift only occurring within this century. In his presentation, he sought to re-signify blue, presenting it as a fluid entity, a concept that seamlessly extended into the garments themselves. Archetypical men's pieces, such as the traditional Italian suit, underwent a metamorphosis under his creative gaze. The silhouettes, which boasted softer lines and moments of embellishment, reminiscent of the house's haute couture collections, adorned them garments. This meticulous play of form and decoration added a contemporary layer to the timeless elegance inherent in Valentino's menswear, 
elevating it to a realm where tradition and innovation coalesce in harmony. The vocation became a canvas for his chromatic symphony, where each bus stroke of sky blue redefined the narrative of menswear, encapsulating a mood that is both fluid and all-enduring. In the realm of Hermé menswear, Veronique Nishian weaves an enduring narrative of pleasure through clothing, a quest spanning over three decades. The latest menswear showcase unveiled a myriad of choices for Hermé man in the upcoming winter, with a particular emphasis on outerwear that seamlessly marries visual and tactile delight. Standout pieces included a luxurious shearling lined leather parka and shorter leather peacoats adorned with a whimsical collage of utility pockets, aptly named by Hermes the pockets that slip and slide. The craftsmanship echoed their commitment to playful elegance and practicality, a delicate balance the designers have mastered over the years. A diverse array of knitwear took centre stage, some featuring painterly prints and presented in artful layers. Heritage checks, notably the Prince of Wales played, made a resounding statement, infusing the collection with a sense of timeless sophistication. True to Hermes' seductive aesthetic, accessories once again played a pivotal role, with versions of the spacious Hotel Courier Carriol crafted in smooth barriena and sombrero calfskin leather. A smaller book-sized bag, complete with utility pockets and designed to be grasped in the hand, added a touch of modern functionality. The grand finale unfolded in a captivating array of evening wear, showcasing a tailored jacket and coat crafted from calf hair leather. The pieces exhibited a narrow and elegant line, providing a sophisticated punctuation mark to the collection. Veronique's masterful creation of pleasure-infused garments at Hermes once again reaffirmed the brand's timeless allure and unwavering commitment to the artistry of menswear. embarked on an audacious journey for Lueves Fall Showcase, drawing inspiration from the works of Los Angeles-based artist Richard Hawkins. The setting resembled a particular cathedral to masculinity, with buzzing stained-glass window screens displaying images of Anderson's celebrity devotees. Jamie Dornan, Josh O'Connor, Omar Apollo and Manu Rios. Filming themselves on iPhones, they print before reflections surrounded by Hawkins' intricate collages, capturing a spectrum of fixations, from Roman statutory to French decadence and contemporary celebrity culture, masculinity and all things connected to the male body. This was a recurring theme in Hawkins' art, and the show's culmination featured a series of Hawkins' paintings dubbed The Altar by Anderson. The essence of collage drillness, as Anderson described it, permeated the collection, exuding irreverence and youthful spirit. Oversized cargo pants were paired with baseball sneakers, askew checkered shirts and pieces adorned with saturated images from Hawkins' Oever. This created a more dynamic and visual narrative. 
elongated sweaters, sweatpants and handbags served as the canvas for Hawkins' vivid works, while layered garments peeked beneath long overcoats, creating a playful illusion reminiscent of concealing a pile of laundry. Leather trenches with drop-tie waistlines and textured variations of the pussy bow were elegant highlights, juxtaposed with ferial knits. A visual sleigh of hand emerged in the trousers seamlessly attached to the socks, which, in turn, were connected to the shoes. This was more of a deliberate statement about transparency and media influence. Anderson reflected on the modern collage of life, observing how it became an incessant stream of algorithmic images, a concept akin to Hawkins' works, which anticipated today's visual culture consumption. The exploration delved into the evolving psychology of self-perception, validation and iconography in contemporary society. Anderson's vision embraced the uncertainty of the future with excitement, suggesting a compelling evolution in our collective understanding of self and of society. Ray Kawakubo's latest menswear endeavour for Comme des Garçons Home Plus embraced a compelling simplicity. Steering away from the avant-garde silhouette synonymous with the Jan's Japanese brand's womenswear collections. Instead, the focus shifted towards an exploration of tailoring, albeit in Kawakubo's idiosyncratic and improvisational style. A predominantly neutral palette of white, cream and ecru enveloped the collection, with Kawakubo critically noting that white is symbolic of prayer, in her characteristic enigmatic press notes. Tailored jackets took centre stage, nipped, tucked and tightly fastened across the chest, featuring double lapels or artfully sliced sections. Trousers showcased generous volume, gracefully ballooning above the ankles. This sartorial narrative unfolded with jackets which were paired with light, elongated shorts or pleated kilts, lending a subtle nod to tradition with a contemporary twist. Embellishments manifested as rows of meticulously stitched on white buttons with glimpses of sequins, discreetly revealed beneath blazers and knits. This culmination of runway presentation witnessed a playful flourish with headpieces created by Gary Card, fashioning inventive creations from wrapped garments sourced from Comme de Garçon's ubiquitous playline. In this curated exploration of tailoring, Kawakubo showcased her mastery of form and function, infusing each piece with a quiet yet powerful elegance. The collection emerged as a thoughtful mediation on the interplay between tradition and innovation, elevating menswear with nuanced details and a touch of whimsy that remains inherent to the essence of Comme de Garçon Home Plus. For Kim Jones' latest Dior Men Show, the invitation set the stage with a photograph of the legendary Soviet-born dancer Rudolf Nureyev. Captured by Joan Zonko, a former ballet dancer and photographer, the image portrayed Nureyev's iconic deflection to the West during a 1961 trip to Paris. Jones compiled these captivating images into a book, left as a gift on attendees' seats, creating a personal and historical link to the collection. Explaining the inspiration, Jones shared, Nureyev is entwined with my personal history because of my uncle. I had been thinking about the relationship between the pallet dancer Margot Fontaine and Monsieur Dior. 
The masculine interpretation of this involved thinking about her most famous dance partner, Nureyev. This powerful narrative set the tone for one of Joan's most compelling presentations to date for Dior. The collection seamlessly transitioned between ready-to-wear and couture, showcasing the exceptional craftsmanship of the Dior Atelier in the latter. Divided into two acts, the journey unfolded from the rehearsal room to the grand stage, symbolising the contrast within the house of Dior and the dualities of Nuria's life, both in reality and theatrically. Throughout the show, echoes of dance studio were brought to life with twisting turbans by Stephen Jones, reminiscent of those worn by Nureyev. Some models sported slick back hair held in place by thick black bands. A masculine take on ballet attire featured white tailored shorts paired with white socks and ballet pumps, while lightweight zip-up ribnets with deep necklines evoked the elegance of ballet cardigans. The tailoring showcased a delicate fluidity, drawing inspiration from archival pieces during Saint Laurent's tenure at Dior. A couture segment was a crescendo theatrically, culminating in models elevated on a rotating platform like dancers in a musical box. Joan's couture expressions ranged from an extraordinary beaded white tabar with a pearl-studded collar to a kimono-style cape, reminiscent of Nureyev's iconic attire, requiring an astounding ten months to complete by three skilled artisans. Its collection masterfully fused the world of dance, history and couture, creating a harmonious ballet of contrasts on the Dior runway. Paul Smith boldly exemplified the adage that understanding the rules is essential to breaking them. Throughout his illustrious career, the designer has seamlessly blended a profound appreciation for British tailoring with his signature playful and dyslectic use of colour and print. This juxtaposition took centre stage in the collection, where quintessential elements of British style, including World War II biker jackets, timeless overcoats and padded gilets, coalesced with modernist-inspired hues, prints and motifs. The designer drew inspiration from Man Ray's evocative rheograph images, particularly the photogram print, symbolising a rebellious departure from the conventional norms of its time. The colour palette, a rich spectrum of deep purples, navies and browns, was invigorated with vibrant flashes of lime green and ochre. Smith's iconic signature stripe motif adorned layer cardigans and knitwear, adding a distinctive, wholesome touch to the ensemble. This collection is a testament to Paul Smith's ability to navigate the boundaries of fashion and innovation, creating a harmonious dialogue between the timeless elegance of British tailoring and his avant-garde approach to colour and to pattern. Junior Watan Bay Man presented a diverse ensemble in his latest collection, aptly named Reconstructed Suiting. The designer's brief commentary, I wish for men of different generations to wear these suits, hinted at a grounded lifestyle in clothes that were suit and applications for everyday life. 
With Anne B, seamlessly played with quintessential elements of style, refined from tailoring to denim jeans, striped shirts and hoodies. A pervasive sense of hybridity characterised the individual garments. Tailored jackets were transformed into coats with trench-bired panels, while others incorporated overlays of chinos or jeans. Simplified coats secured with a chest panel and paired with classic pinstripe pants marked a shift towards a more straightforward, clean aesthetic. Despite this reductionist approach, Watanabe's signature patchwork techniques persisted throughout the collection. True to his collaborative spirit, he imagined iconic styles from brands such as Brooks Brothers, Palace and Carhartt, and this reinterpretation showcased the Japanese designer's disruptive vision, adding a distinct flair to established signatures. The collection exuded a modern versatility, inviting men of different generations, shapes and forms to embrace its fusion of classic and contemporary elements. Home Plissé by Isimayaki unveiled its latest collection, a collaborative venture with the versatile French artist and designer Ronan Boulolek. Drawing inspiration from his vibrant and abstract morning drawings, created a Japanese felt-tiff brush, the collection seamlessly integrated these colourful forms as embellishments on the first brand's signature plated separates. The freewheeling and improvisational theme of the season captured the element of the actor's work. Titled Immersed in the Worlds of Creativity, the collection sought to explore the transition of creative materials, specifically oeuvre, into the realm of the setting. The result was a liberating and expressing mood, with beautifully layered silhouettes that conveyed a sense of being wrapped or loosely twisted around the body. Artistic touches abounded, including models carrying cushions, adorned with motifs reminiscent of his distinctive work, which added an extra and enriching layer of creativity to the total immersive experience. In a grand setting adorned with towering velvet curtains and sprawling monogram carpets, Mike Amerique unveiled his latest collection, presenting a homage to the allure of Hollywood epics. Drawing inspiration from the nostalgic glamour of his hometown, Los Angeles, the collection prominently featured luxurious tailing, elongated satin blazers, jacquard evening jackets and loosely cut suiting with relaxed pyjama-style silhouette, taking cues from old Hollywood dress codes and the effortlessly chic glamour of the 90s. Reflecting the cinematic inspiration, the entire collection shimmered with crystals, adoring lapels as stacked brooches on jackets or delicately twinkling across undone shirts and stylish, stylish beanie hats. In an intimate departure from his usual grandeur, Rick Owens opened the door of his Parisian home on the prestigious Place du Palais Bourbon to represent his latest menswear show entitled Porterville, a nod to the Californian city of his birth and upbringing. Within the vast concrete room sparsely adorned with Owen's signature monolithic furniture, the designer embraced his more personal setting, a stark contrast to his typical Palais de Tokyo forecourt showcases, as an expression of respectful restraint in response to current global upheavals. Fostering a real sense of community, Owen's featured Stephen from Fiso Matter and Jenna Marvin, known for their unconventional and otherworldly aesthetics, both on and off the runway. Collaborations with London-based designer Statoke resulted in innovative inflatable footwear, 
while rubber wear specialist Matisse de Maggio contributed pieces from recycled tyres. Throughout the collection, a theme of envelopment and solace prevailed, with oversized shaggy forms gently encircling the body, suggesting a more protective embrace. Luxuriate knitted all-in ones, fashioned from soft alpaca, cashmere and merino, further conveyed that mood of comfort and refuge. Wells Bonner, the visionary British designer, once again delves into the rich tapestry of American collegiate style in her latest showcase. Hosted in the exquisite Paris Conservatory National des Arts et Métiers. In the heart of the season's narrative is Howard University, a revered institution with a profound black legacy in Washington, D.C., counting luminaries such as Zola Neale Hurston and Toni Morrison amongst its esteemed alumni. The collection unfolds as a celebration of its shining lineage, drawing inspiration from the vibrant imagery of homecoming festivals, marked by hip-hop performances, poetic readings and international gatherings on lush green campuses. In a fitting poetic touch, the runway featured a live performance by the acclaimed artist Yazin Bey. The garments themselves artfully blend the iconic college uniform, Think crew emblazoned sweaters, monogrammed varsity jackets and baseball jackets. Moments of refined elegance and meticulous craftsmanship were always apparent, while handcrafted crochet mirrors, originating from India, embellished tailored pieces, sat alongside exquisite beads, pedals and amethysts, which adorned jewellery and brooches, imparting a ceremonial air. A standout moment arrived in the form of a resplendent black tuxedo, perhaps evoking the dignified commencement ceremony created in collaboration with Savile Row Taylors, Anderson and Shepherd. The theme of refinement seamlessly extends to Wales Bonner's latest collaboration with Adidas Originals, introducing miniature handbags and crocodile-embossed leather iterations of the iconic superstar sneaker. The designer's ability to seamlessly weave together collegiate nostalgia, cultural celebration and sartorial elegance reaffirms her status as a true visionary in the world of high fashion. In the historic haute couture salon of Hotel de Caraman on Paris's presumptuous Avenue Georges, Givenchy unveiled its latest unway spectacle, marking the brand's first show since the departure of American designer Matthew M. Williams last year. The opulent setting, once the workplace of Hubert de Givenchy for an illustrious 36 years, set the stage for a traditional salon presentation. Seated around table in the venue's elegant white-walled rooms, guests immerse themselves in an atmosphere of refined sophistication, enhanced by the presence of delectable treats like madeleines, truffle sandwiches and champagne. For this season, an in-house team awaiting the announcement of the new creative director meticulously crafted the collection. The inspiration drew from the essence of gentlemanless, inspired by Mr Givenchy himself and his distinctive dress codes. The collection artfully balanced the duality of his public and personal wardrobes, 
seamlessly intertwining the sartorial formality with an off-duty sense of nonchalance, flamboyance and seduction. The runway showcased a diverse array of garments, ranging from catadorn vest tops and playful synthetic hair, cascading under tailored jackets, to dramatic, dramatic overcoats. The collection featured ladylike silk scarves, reminiscent of an archival style, as well as loose unbuttoned silk scarves, and layers of meticulously crafted knitwear. Sculptural hats made a bold statement yet again, adding an avant-garde loose to the ensemble. Tailoring a Givenchy Hellmark took various forms, some with slice sleeves and others reimagining classical evening wear, predominantly adopting a double-breasted and narrow silhouette. The show concluded without the customary final plow, weaving an air of anticipation for the upcoming season and the unveiling of the brand's next creative leader. The legacy of Givenchy continues to evolve, capturing the spirit of its founder whilst embracing contemporary interpretations of sophistication and allure. Le Maire's latest presentation unfolded within the pristine white-walled expanse of the brand's headquarters in Paris's picturesque Place de Vosges. The ambience was carefully curated, along with the audience indulging in warm herbal cocktails in the covered courtyard before the show. A comforting contrast to the day's chilly, drizzly weather was well received. Once inside, the event exuded an intimate and exclusive aura, akin to a privileged glimpse into the inner serene and sanctum of the Le Maire brand. The collection was a testament and commitment to the brand's evolving signature, and the aesthetic gradually gained momentum, as well as confidence with the reflective, discreet and uncomplicated silhouette. The refined style was not only embodied in the meticulously designed garments, but also echoed by impeccably chic staff, adorned in varying tones of Le Maire's trademark ecru and off-white. Christopher sat alongside Sarah Lintan, the creative force behind the eponymous label, expressing that the timing felt right to invite individuals into the sacred and creative space, encompassing the brand's entire operation, including the atelier and the workshop. The narrative of the collection unfolded as an ode to solace found within the home. With enveloping, layered ensembles inspired by dance, deliberately embracing the body like a second skin. Certain pieces ingeniously bridged the realms of domestic comfort and outdoor sophistication, featuring elegant in-and-out pyjamas and outerwear evoking the proportions of a luxurious bathrobe. Each garment was a harmonious expression of the designer's ongoing pursuit of refined simplicity and understated allure. And finally, Louis Vuitton and Pharrell Williams transported the superbrand runway to the Cinege Boys de Bologna in Paris for his much-anticipated second ready-to-wear show. Building on the success of his debut last summer and a subsequent pre-fall collection, this Autumn Winter 24 showcase unfolded with a venue adorned to the vast projections, depicting the rugged landscapes of the United States. The invitation itself, a finely crafted LV-branded cowboy hat and an engraved harmonica, hinted at the thematic journey awaiting the audience. Williams presented a homage to the quintessential American archetype, a cowboy infused with the distinctive Parisian flair of Louis Vuitton. Titled Paris to VA, referencing his home state of Virginia, the collection featured denim chaps, 
western style shirts embellished with frilled yokes and intricate pearl and sequence details. Workwear received a tailored twist with reinterpretations of traditional double-kneed carpenter pants and a collaborative footwear line with Timberland. Completing the cowboy aesthetic by the requisitive hats, while oversized gilded Louis Vuitton trunks were elegantly wheeled along the runway on wooden frontier carriages. Before the show, Williams underscored the intention to offer a more expansive and inclusive version of the cowboy trope. Recognising the historical contributions of black and Native American cowboys, the artists from Dakota and Lakota nations collaborated fully on the collection. Notable pieces included a Dakota flower motif embroidery, version of the iconic speedy bag and keepalls, adorned with reminiscent of parfletch buffalo hides which were historically decorated by the Native American communities. The culmination featured in a performance by Pow Pow Group, Native Voices of Resistance, dressed in designs by DJ Two Bears of the Standing Row Seal Tribe. As gentle snowfall transformed the projected desert into a serene winter landscape, Williams' expansive and energetic for Vuitton left the audience eagerly anticipating the next chapter in his creative odyssey. join me for the next Fashion Mode show where I'll be continuing on with the Fashion Week reviews by making a critique on the Grand Dame of the calendar, Paris Couture Week, Spring-Summer 2024. With more details and features to follow, you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at Force Magazine on Facebook and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows on iTunes and Spotify. Until the next time, Keep your fashion mode on.